In a world where the pace of change is moving faster than we have seen in years, the word I cannot go one day without hearing is disruption. Disruption has no boundaries. It impacts every industry and practically every business, and therefore almost everyone. So what does disruption mean for you and your organization? Thanks for listening today. I'm Megan Vega, your host for In The Know, a KPMG podcast brought to you by KPMG Innovation and Enterprise Solutions. At the KPMG Innovation Labs at KPMG Ignition, we mine the signals of change from an outside-in perspective that could lead to disruption. So again, the big question for companies, leaders, and professionals is how disruption will affect all of us. I looked up the word disruption and found this textbook definition. Disruption, noun, disturbance or problem that interrupts an event, activity, or process. I thought to myself, does disruption have to be a problem? Or can we flip the conversation and ask the question, how does disruption become an opportunity? How are business leaders responding to disruption? One answer is innovation. But innovation is complex. Wanting to innovate is one thing, doing it is another. KPMG's Mike Nolan understands how to respond to disruption with innovation. As vice chair of KPMG Innovation and Enterprise Solutions, Mike advises clients on their innovation strategy and has led KPMG's own innovation journey. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Megan. It's great to be on the podcast today. Well, we're glad you can join us. Let's jump in with that first question. Many observers have pointed to a perfect storm of change facing businesses. Leaders are also grappling with simultaneous disruption spanning all aspects of business. And the speed and magnitude of this change, the truth of the matter is it can be really confusing, if not paralyzing. So how can organizations prepare so they mobilize rapidly when disruptive opportunities arise? Well, Megan, as you point out, you really can't talk about innovation without talking about disruption. And business leaders today are faced with emerging technologies like artificial intelligence, blockchain, Internet of Things. You've got new trends like the API economy, platform business models. And the reality is these weren't a part of the conversation just a few years ago. So today, the rate and the pace of change is unlike anything we've seen before, and these emerging technologies and disruptive trends are really all-consuming. So I think as business leaders, you try to make sense of it. What we see in our conversations is that disruption means different things to different leaders. They certainly understand the urgency and the complexity as they strive to replace things in their organization they think are becoming obsolete and obviously retaining those things that are working well. The most difficult decisions we face today are really around deciding what to disrupt, to what degree, and ultimately when. And to make the right decisions and investments, it really requires a clear innovation vision. And bringing that innovation vision to life requires strategy alignment and a process. And those are the two most difficult things to do, but without them, you just don't make change happen. And we want that change. But you, Mike, just mentioned how hard it is to really bring innovation to life. So what steps can a company take to integrate innovation into their business strategy? As we look at clients on their innovation strategies and processes, both in terms of what they're doing as well as our experience 
in our innovation journey at KPMG, we've really kind of boiled it down to four steps. The first is really scanning signals in the marketplace, so creating a process to sort through the noise and really identify those potential disruptors that can impact your enterprise. And then you have to set a direction. You have to translate those signals, gather insights, and really align it to your innovation priorities. And prioritization is very difficult for organizations because that means you're saying no to things and really prioritizing. Then you decide which of those priorities you're going to invest in. And you may build something within your organization. You may buy something through an acquisition. You may formulate an alliance all in an effort to advance your organization. And in many cases, it may be a combination of those things. And then ultimately, you've developed something new and you have to deploy it and you have to scale it. Mike, innovation, as you mentioned earlier, has to be built into the business strategy. But one thing I want to talk to you about is culture. How important is an organization's culture when it comes to innovation? Yeah, that's a great question because when business leaders think about innovation, certainly technology is top of mind. But they do need to think about creating and fostering a culture where innovation can thrive. And really, culture is the growth medium for innovation. Without the right culture, good ideas won't find traction. Opportunities for innovation and transformation will, in all probability, be missed. So I know at KPMG, we've deployed a formalized employee-led innovation network in our firm's largest markets. We hold innovation challenges to source new ideas. We've launched a digital ideation tool to gather ideas from the ground up, from the field. And lastly, we foster a culture of innovation through what we call our ignition centers, which allows us to ideate directly with clients. So I think all of these initiatives help our employees feel empowered to contribute to change and reinforce the belief that really innovation is everyone's role and responsibility. And that's how you really drive a culture of innovation which is supported by the diverse thinking, skills, and experiences of all of our people. Absolutely. KPMG has invested in innovation, but how can others invest in innovation? Organizations, I think, need a robust yet balanced portfolio of innovation investments. And we recommend really three things when you start looking at that investment portfolio. First, you need to balance innovation efforts across what we call incremental which are really kind of your core investments, adjacent types of innovation, and then lastly, transformational initiatives. And we actually just recently published a report with the innovation leader in which we sponsored. And leaders are spending about 50% of their innovation efforts in the incremental area, about 30% in the adjacent innovation, and about 20% in transformational innovation. And I think that's a change in that over the past decade, it's been more of a 70-20-10 split. And now it's moving more towards the transformational innovation, which really has to be a wake-up call for some organizations because I think global innovation leaders are dictating more and dedicating more time to transformational activities, which some view as breakthrough or horizon three. And this form of disruptive innovation really involves the creation of new businesses. You get into new markets. You get into new customers. It is a bit higher risk, which you could argue in today's dynamic landscape, it really requires you to move more transformational. But it also signals to leaders that you may be underinvested in these transformational opportunities. And if that is the case, you could find yourself at a strategic disadvantage or you could be at risk to new entrants, those kinds of things. So 
certainly balance is a key. I think secondly, it's not only balance within your portfolio, but it's balancing short-term investments and returns, you know, including the expectations that our companies have from Wall Street and their other stakeholders, but balancing that with the longer-term investments that really position the company for continued growth and the requirements to stay relevant in their marketplace. So a key consideration is really the innovation funding cycle. And we believe that the right way to think about investing relative to innovation, especially when you move more towards adjacent and transformational, it requires a process that's a little bit different than the annual operating budget process. There's a requirement for more agility. It has to really enable rapid responses to market signals. So at KPMG, we've gone to kind of a dynamic funding scenario where we have unallocated innovation dollars set aside just to respond to new disruption in the marketplace, or maybe there's investments we're making and we see greater opportunities, so we want to accelerate that investment. So it's really just building in agility into the funding process. And then finally, business leaders need to weigh the appetite for risk, the level of experimentation, and really how they accept failure within their culture. And I think risk-adverse cultures can be a major obstacle to innovation and fostering a culture that promotes experimentation and really recognizing that failures will occur and you learn from those failures and they all lead towards advancing your innovation process and success. So finding the right combination of all those variables can be a challenge and it requires enterprise-wide collaboration, alignment. You have to have the full support of senior leadership but once your investment strategy is defined, you can then kind of determine when you need to build capabilities, acquire potential capabilities from the market, and really look towards alliances to round out your overall capabilities as an organization. Mike, thank you. Great insights on how businesses are dealing with disruption and are on the innovation journey. Thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation and remember to define your investment strategy, encourage experimentation, bring together a strong team and focus on your organization's culture. It is how we will all weather this perfect storm. Thanks again for listening to In The Know. I'm Megan Vega.